With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. BetQL Network football Sundays are back. We're blessing you with 14 hours of live NFL coverage presented by BetMGM every Sunday starting at 8 o'clock Eastern throughout the season. Get pregame analysis on BetMGM game day, and you better you bet countdown to kickoff in-game betting opportunities, post-game breakdowns on inside the betting lines. Listen wherever you go on the Odyssey app and interact with our hosts anytime on twitch.tv at BetQL. Do not lose out. Okay, so I know we have a few more awards to get to before we get to season-long props that we have on the old portfolio. So, Joe, why don't you kick things off? What are some other awards that you have yet to share? Let, let's go with Aaron's favorite, Coach of the Year. I, I think this is always fun because we're kind of guessing on the criteria with a lot of these outside of MVP. We disagree a little about Offensive Player of the Year right now. You know, Offensive Rookie, people have different ideas. For the defensive awards, you don't have to go too far down the board in most seasons. Now, Coach of the Year, it's all about exceeding expectations, which I find fun. And typically the winner, as far as win total, it's somewhere around – the mid-range it's around seven eight so you have room to grow room to exceed expectations you never want to take the all-time coaches they just don't win the award anymore like don't even consider Mm -hmm. Andy Reid don't consider the Buffalo Bills with a higher win total teams like that now the ones that certainly jumped out to me are in that mid-range and I'm sure there are a lot of bets on Arthur Smith because there are so many people that are high on the Falcons that range makes sense in a soft division The win total is eight and a half. But here's one with, I think, one of the better coaches. A team that we are high on. Win total in that mid-range. And I'm a little surprised to see that he's never won. I don't even think he's got much buzz. And that's Pete Carroll. Yes, that's who I had too. (laughs) We all have the Seahawks winning the West, which means they're probably going to be a top two seed in the NFC. The win total is eight and a half. I think they got better. He's never won the award. If he takes down this San Francisco roster and ends up having one of the better seasons in the NFC, I mean, how how much of a win jump are we talking about? How much higher than the win total? You would think it'd be at least three, four more wins higher than the win total, which, by the way, happens just about every year. You're going to find a couple of teams that are close, like five wins higher. Uh, Pete Carroll at 25 to 1. Really jumped out to me, guys. Yeah, great number. I had it too. I think the same thing. You know, you think of him as a really great coach. I'm shocked he hasn't won it as well. But another, I mean, you could have made the argument he could have won it last year, I think. And now another year, Mm -hmm. he continues to keep things going. No more Russell Wilson. He's doing it with Geno Smith. The roster's better. The defense is better. I think uh, there's a lot of value 25 to one on Pete Carroll. I love the case that we heard yesterday for Matt LaFleur. So one I just thought of, I don't even know what the odds are. It's probably good value. I know what you're going to say. A guy that we thought 
could be fired first, Ron but if he can get the most, yes, if he could get the most a... out of Sam Howell, <laughs> I'm like, wow, Ron Rivera in this commander's team, they got a clean slate with new ownership. I, I think the commanders could do something, at least maybe go over the win total. Um, I, I think there could be value on Ron Rivera because everybody thought, so the narrative is there, this guy could lose his job. He's on the hot seat. And all of a mm-hmm. sudden, if they're winning games, yeah, this, the talent is there. I, I can't make the case on the show yesterday for commanders to make the playoffs at 3-1 to one and, and say that this is a, a ridiculous take. Not at 35-1 to one for coach of the year. A guy that I would say much of the media still adores. He's won this twice, I want to say, though, that which may come back to haunt him a little uh, bit. But the win total six and a half. If they sneak in the playoffs, how many wins are we talking about? And uh, oh, these, it would be a comeback story, right? Because everybody has him as being the next coach fired for the most part. Like, oh, new ownership. Mm-hmm. They're going to they're gonna want their guy. I wrote him down. I wrote it down, but I didn't circle it. I'll say that. I didn't realize I, he I, won it twice. Oh, did he win it twice? That twi- does hurt. Let me, I, I don't know. Did he? Twice. I didn't look that he, up. Yes, Definitely he has. Won yeah, one. last was 2015 okay. with the Super Bowl run with Cam Newton. Yeah. Yeah. What? That's that's tough. To win it a so, third time. People want to yeah. love Ron Rivera, and I get the reasons why. So, <laughs> hey, maybe he can do it again. I, You know what's interesting about studying Coach of the Year history is that Brian Dayball won it last year for the Giants. They went 9-7-1. and one. Yeah, they made the playoffs, but I wouldn't consider that an overwhelmingly impressive outing. Not like, mm-hmm. say, Mike Vrabel with the Titans the year before winning 12 games or John Harbaugh in 2019 winning 14 games. That's typically what I look for, but Coach of the Year is such to where it may be more hashtag narrative driven than anything mm-hmm. else. So if that's the case, I almost feel like, okay, Arthur Smith makes a lot of sense, though I like the Saints to win the division, so I'm not taking them. But it is one of those bits of logic where I go, you know what? If you think the Falcons will go over the win total, then just bet on them to win the division because they will by proxy. And I go, okay, that's fine. But if the Falcons win the division and maybe not finish as the four seed in the NFC, doesn't Arthur mm-hmm. Smith deserve coach of the year? Because I find it hard to believe that some other coach is going to get more publicity than Arthur Smith if the running game is just so innovative and we're watching revolutionary football because of the Atlanta Falcons. I think he almost has to win that award. And yeah, there's shorter odds, but 14 to 1, I mean, still a good payday. I think that's fine. I almost think, too, Joe, that if I'm so high on the Cleveland Browns, Maybe I just need to complete the circle and take Kevin Stefanski at 25. Oh, twice in four years. That would be pretty remarkable. His seat's getting a little warm over there in Cleveland. So here's another angle that that I've realized. Um, With in recent years, I would exclude the 2019 John Harbaugh one. But a lot of these recent examples, average quarterback play, day ball with Daniel Jones, Vrabel with Tannehill. Uh, geez, I mean, Matt Nagy with Mitchell Trubisky goes 12-4. and four. Like, that's part of the exceeding expectations. It wasn't that high because of the quarterback play. Like, McVay with Goff. So, I'm gonna, I want to throw Aaron another pointed one out, out 2016 with Jason Garrett. Yes, she made, there she you go. She highlighted that one. Yeah. 
Um, let me throw one other one, and this is at the very bottom of the list. I'm not saying he's a good coach, but we talked about them as being an under-the-radar team. What if Tampa Bay wins the division? Can they? Their win total six and a half. They still have talent on that roster. The only reason I'm even considering it is because it's 60 to one with a softer schedule. Wow. And there's another one where, you know, mediocre quarterback, quarterback. play, where maybe it just things fall their way this year. Um, I just, I was surprised when I went to the bottom of the list, I was surprised that Bowles was the guy. And I'm like, okay. I could see them having a better season than some expect. And that's what this award is all about. The the other thing I was thinking about, especially when it comes to Arthur Smith and the Falcons, like what if Desmond Ritter loses his job? Like, don't we have to also consider which one of these quarterbacks could lose their job? And maybe there's some instability there that we're not thinking about that they could maybe fall off from this award. Mm. Who's going to be the first quarterback to lose her job? I think you can bet on that. You can. To go to Heineke, though? Uh, I honestly thought about Desmond Ritter could be that guy to be the first one to lose his job. uh, And that's why Arthur Smith may not get it. It could just be a, ooh, type of season for the Falcons. Ooh. (laughs) Oh, Ian McMillan's going to be sad. Does Clayton Toon count? Uh, Can I bet on him to lose his job? Is that a possibility? I guess. If Desmond Ritter yeah. loses his job, Ian McMillan is getting a Falcons tattoo. Ew. He might have one anyways. Yeah. You don't have to look at it. Thank you. First, uh, oh, okay. first quarterback no bench, the favorite is Baker at three to one. Baker Mayfield, the second favorite. Oh, I love this. Sam Howell is the second favorite for first quarterback benched. Oh, Tannehill, gosh. Stroud, no, there's no way. No, Stroud is fourth. You uh, don't do that. Mac Jones and Ritter are both nine to one as fifth favorites. Oh, Baker Mac for Jones. Trask. I don't that think Baker's be... going to be the first. I would love to see just all Where's the Justin drama Fields for New England. Justin Fields. Actually, the Patriots Way... almost made my under the radar list. Justin I mean, Fields. I don't like them, and I don't like Mac Jones, but I did almost consider the Patriots for under the radar, just because it is Bill Belichick. Get out of here with that. <laughs> uh, Justin Fields is 40 to 1. I like that. <laughs> oh, man. I really like that. Gosh, who's the backup? Counts on that one. Well, I mean, this coach didn't bring in Fields. General manager did not bring in Fields. Bring in DJ Moore, right. help the offensive mm-hmm. line. No excuses mm-hmm. left. So, mm-hmm. who's the backup though? If I see Nathan Peterman for an extended period of time, <laughs> oh I'm going to commit crimes. <laughs> That's why you bet game. on him forty to one, so that you can continue betting crimes in style. Is it Peterman, Jake? Or they yes. go to Badger. No, oh, it's not Tyson Badgett? No, they Badger. brought Peterman back. Oh, they did. Actually, I, I'm happy about Let's that. Live betting Give opportunities. Me Give me that. Yes, <laughs> I want to see it. Nathan Peterman. 
Oh man. Forty to. I mean, if that happens at bad, any guys. point, if he's benched at any point, all right, we're on quarterback. Are they going to be? It's going to be tank season again. But, Could be. But Twitch got two chat first. is up in arms, saying, "Stop yes. this nonsense." <laughs> Guy, hey Twitch, have you watched him pass? That's my question. At 40 to 1, First, you guys know to consider the number. We're not saying he's sure. going to be. It's not a prediction. It's only a conversation because it's 40. Yeah. yeah. At 40, yes, it's absolutely a conversation. You lose DJ Moore when you make that move, and he just got there. So, like, that's why when you're talking about the first person benched, it's a little tougher for me to buy it. Like, you're talking about, I think, week seven or you're talking middle of the season i think would be the earliest and then the other part of it mobile quarterback could get knocked out and then he's injured well, this bet is not injury too but this bet oh it says that it's not i'm saying okay. but like an, yeah yeah but like a not yeah, an injury right. screws you basically right yeah right yes so you have happen. to be healthy and stink and yeah. maybe justin fields is the best of both worlds I think 40 to 1 is not bad, guys. Oh, I might, I might pounce on that one. Right. Uh, do we want to move on to other awards? Uh, anything else we want to get to here? Do offensive rookie. Do offensive rookie. Okay. Um, so it's, it's tough. I'm looking for the value. I'll, I'll tell you the way I'm leaning as we get closer and closer to the season. I am leaning Richardson just because we're going to have a few quarterbacks starting and if they could stay healthy out there for much of the year. I mean, there are some people that are so sold on Bijan, like they know the season's already been played out and they're still betting Bijan like it's going out of style at three to one, like plus 250 over BetMGM. I just can't get there. I've seen it too many times. I mean, Brees Hall was supposed to win it last year. He was running away with it. He was the favorite. I think it was early on, he was like minus 200 and just – the injury possibility scares me off so much. So I'm not interested in Bijan. Richardson is certainly appealing, but if I'm looking for value, uh, I'm looking at receiver and the potential with what this Ravens offense becomes with Zay Flowers at 18 to 1. And we know the Chargers are going to push down the field and got a couple teammates on the outside that get injured often with the Chargers. I think Quentin Johnson. At 25 to 1, pretty good value. That number's come back down a little bit. There was buzz on him, and, and now it's dropped a little to 25 to 1. And, guys, I have, I have two long shots. I want to throw your way. Just, just long shot bullets here. And I look to the Packers. Jaden Reed is 100 to 1. Their tight end, Luke Musgrave, who they, they in camp, they're using him in all sorts of ways. Um, also 100 to 1. So, Part of that is we don't know who Jordan Love's guy is going to be. Are we sure it's going to be Christian Watson? I don't know. But, but maybe one of them is an impactful player in Love's offense. I love that. I looked at Zay Flowers, so I'm with you on that one. Mm -hmm. But I'm probably going to wait and see, you know, who gets a lot of love the first few weeks. Zay Flowers makes sense to me, guys. I don't want to come across as a homer. I promise. I really, really don't. <laughs> but Rasheed Rice is 40 to 1. And if Travis Kelsey is out for any significant period of time and Gadarius Tony is this big unknown, what mm. if he's wide receiver number one? With Pat Mahomes? Oh, man. 
Oh, 40 to 1. I, I may have to. That's a great I one. I like that. Go Mustang. This is Becky All Daily presented by BetMGM. <laughs> Coming up next, Brad Spielberger from Pro Football Focus tries to talk me off the ledge with Rasheed Rice, and we'll talk about week one stuff too. Right here on the Becky All Network.